0: Are for you to These are for you Welcome to this is your Afterlife conversations with artists and activists about death and life. My name is Dave Marr. I'm a comedian I live in Chicago. I was in a coma. now I've got questions. My guest this week who's answering the questions is Nicholas Kurgovich. Let me talk for a second about Nick Kurgovich. If you're listening to this show, uh, this isn't on any of the big podcast networks. I'm not getting some big promo bump. I'm not a household name. So, you either are already a Kurgovich fan, in which case, welcome. I think you'll like the show. I think his vibe and, and the show's vibe overlap well. Or, you know my work, and hopefully... Trust my taste. I like to think I've got pretty good taste. Maybe it skews a little bit obscure sometimes, but there's a there's a certain amount of. I'm never gonna go fully into like I don't know. N- never say never, but I'm not currently in like a harsh noise phase when it comes to music. I'm not. I'm not a big. I'm not a Rogan guy when it comes to comedy. I'm not going right wing maybe maybe my politics are a little too lefty um this, this isn't about me analyzing my 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 appeal just to say that even when you have not heard of the guest which you know most people in America haven't heard of most of my guests but if you're a fan of mine you might be a comedy fan which might mean you're not always listening to the newest hottest tunes that the sensitive, beard-stroking 35-year-olds are listening to. In which case, though, let me introduce you to the music of Nick Kurgovich, because it's fucking... It's beautiful. It, it's it's so common to compare things to poetry, but his lyrics are poems. We talk about it in the full conversation on Patreon. It, it sounds like William Carlos Williams' Fronting Shadé's band or something to me, he's got a new album, Ducks, coming out this week, I believe, and he's just—I uh, I, just—I just really think that the the newest record, before Ducks, the 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 second most recent album that he recorded with, I think Joe Shabason, Shabason Sa- and Kurgovich, the album's called At Scaramouche. If you can listen to that song. Um, not I am so happy with my little dog. I'm looking I'm looking for the CD in my in my pile right now. Have I talked to you about how how much I'm loving CDs recently? Uh cuz cause because I am. If you can listen to that's right, it's called it's Childhood McDonald's. If you can listen to Childhood McDonald's um off at Scaramouche and not I, I I don't know. I, I I'm not I'm not trying to issue a dare. But get, listen to Childhood McDonald's off at Scaramouche. It's a super granular, all his songs are just rooted in these everyday details. You know, you look around at your life sometimes and you're like, why well, isn't my life amazing and, and inspiring and poetic? I just you know, use the same rice cooker and wooden spoon and friggin black and ever black and decker coffee machine every day. I'm like looking at my kitchen right now, but Nick Kirgovitch makes songs out of those details, and it's just great. so I wanted to give you an introduction to that some of the reasons why I like him if it's necessary, great if not then uh you've skipped ahead to this point, at which point I will say the show does no ads. The show is supported by folks on Patreon. Whether you join at $5 or $15 a month, everyone gets all the bonus audio. Patreon.com slash Dave Marr. I really appreciate your support. You can also rate, review the show, subscribe. Love a review. If you haven't, told someone about the show, tell them about it. If you haven't told someone recently, tell, tell a new person recently. And the $15 patrons on Patreon do get shouted out every time. They are the Pigeon Level patrons. They are Debo, Shuba Singh, John Lee, Kurt Chang, Katie Llewellyn, Susie Carroll, and Fred Fidowa, of course. So please tell folks about the show. If, if, if this is your first time, welcome, and just, just listen to the show. It's it's only people who are not here for the first time that have jobs to do. So, keep that in mind. And here is my conversation with Nick Kirgovich. I grab your whip and take it back to shy-ton. When I'm in I treat it like it Paint your hell. Oh, A shit. custom hell designed for you. The thing
1: that jumps to mind is just like I'm not s- Seeing anything, but it's more of a feeling thing. And I guess yeah. the feeling is just like being in a place of like fear, I guess. <laughs> that makes like uh
0: What flavor of fear? I feel like there's different types of not
1: fear. Not that I'm gonna be like torn apart by a cougar, even though that is a mortal fear of mine. Sure. Not like danger, but more just like moving through whatever. With, like, a a shield. (laughs) Instead of just Mm. being like, here I am. What's going to happen?
0: Okay, so, like, a fear of being known? A fear of being truly seen? To use a little bit of, like, therapeutic language? Is that what we're...
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I... Yeah, that just seems unpleasant to me. And also just, like, a hell of, like... No laughter, like I just like a thing where like being over serious, maybe and taking, yeah, yeah, just taking things seriously, like giving F's at all. Actually, it's just like hell. And these are all things that I've kind of felt in my life. That's maybe why I'm like, can so just like strike them off the list as things that I wish to not include in my happy days.
0: Yeah, you've corrected for these or you try to correct
1: for these things. It's like a work in progress forever, but like that's, yeah, my ideal is just not be like, yeah, all constricted and yeah, concerned.
0: Is there like a specific, maybe social or, or some other situation where that particular type of fear tends to rear its head? I would
1: say probably when I'm in scenarios where there's people that have known me forever is where okay. it, like, that gets, that starts to like, I get to be tickled by those sorts of like concerns because I'm like, even if it's just like my dad's friend or something that's like, has known me <laughs> his entire life. You know what I mean? Just even tangentially, like not well, but just that they've seen me <laughs> through all my different like phases or whatever. I think that's when I start to get a little on edge but it's never so bad that it turns into anything but i do notice that
0: is it like a is it like a fear of is it like imposter syndrome is it like oh they're gonna get bored of me or is it like oh they're they're gonna judge me something's gonna change about this situation i get i i
1: would say that there's just like some like periods of my life that I look upon and I'm like, oh, God. And just to know that these people witness that. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. And might not be able to, like, split the difference between whatever is happening now. And that's the thing that makes me a little, like, anxious, maybe.
0: (laughs) Okay. for, For me, that reminds me of just wanting someone to know... Well, I can very much relate to wanting to control someone else's perception of me, but especially do you know that i've changed do you i'm like a di- you know that i'm the different version i'm like the better version now right like is that it at all there is that
1: and then okay but i think there was more of that now i've just kind of like slid into whatever i am for now anyway but like i know yeah. i know what you're saying like and i i'm it doesn't feel quite overcompensating right now just to making it known that i've changed or whatever but just right it's just like even if they've just kind of like experienced in some temporal way just like those moments that i look upon or when i at least in my mind's eye of memory or whatever i'm like oh god just i just feel (laughs) like so sad for everyone involved (laughs) okay i just like it's just like it's just but it's funny it's like life you know it's just the yeah it's the way it happens (laughs)
0: yeah (laughs) time passing and personalities changing yes yeah
1: and i think i don't like being misunderstood and i feel like i felt like i was for so long but it was like so much of my own cause like i was i was brokering that so now that's less of a tension in my life and but just whenever it does come up i'm always like oh yeah that what
0: do you hope happens when you die
1: I kind of feel like my just curiosity about that moment is the thing that is my hope. Like, or, or like, it's not even a hope. It's just like I just, I'm just like open to whatever the surprise
0: is. <laughs> Which know, moment like, specifically?
1: When I die. Like, I am just like, oh, what's gonna, what's this? Like, I don't know. I uh, I don't think I have like an actual wish. I think I'm kind of like open it to it being any which way like game over or like celestial gates or like an open field with people wandering around not knowing what's going on or anything <laughs> okay. yeah like because yeah because i think i'm not picky
0: <laughs> has it always been that way
1: Mm. Well, I'm a, I'm a, like obscenely picky about now that I'm on Earth right now and like my day to day. Like, I'm picky about like the the glass that I'm drinking out of right now, or, as opposed yeah. to one that might be next to it, depending on my mood in the moment. So, like, maybe that's mm-hmm. what it is. Like, I'm just like overly sensitive to aesthetics that are very like earthbound. So, like, the idea of something like very big, like death, I'm just like it just feels so abstract to me that I'm like kind of up for whatever.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Cause it feels yeah.
1: implicitly out of my control. I can like choose this mug or that mug or whatever, or even like the dimmer on the lights right now, or like all these things that I'm fussy about. I think there might be some like relief to just be like, Oh, this is what, this is what happens. <laughs>
0: Yeah, these other things present to you as like available choices, mm-hmm. whereas that is just so clearly you have no choice.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, fascinated by what it actually is. But like, I don't actually think like, oh God, wouldn't it be nice if blah? Like, I don't think I've I do that or have done that about death. Yeah. I'm kinda like yeah, no, all right. <laughs> yeah. I, <don't>
0: <laughs> I mean it's a it's a beautiful place to be. Is it? Although <laughs> difficult. And I would and I would venture to guess in the minority. I think yeah. I think you're at the, the end point. A lot of people, I mean myself included, would mm. like to, and in my best moments do get to. Mm. Um you know, you don't have a show for over a hundred episodes asking this question over and over if you're not, I I guess at best curious at worst panicked about Mm. these things. Yeah. And, and the, and the, the closest I've got to like feeling real peace about this stuff is realizing that that is a moment to be lived through. Hmm. Um, so that's, so that's, The thing you're describing also provides comfort to me.
1: Cool. And who knows, like, when the... Like, that's the thing with this whole... This is how I... This is my knee-jerk response, but, like, who knows how I'll actually feel in the moment. You know what I
0: mean? Like, I... Yeah. Well, it's a very measured knee-jerk. It's a Mm -hmm. very slow, patient jerk of the knee. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I feel like that bodes well for I feel like if that's the preparation, I feel like that bodes well for um yeah, I I I don't know. I feel like I've let enough different, you know, anxiety, panic, whatever that as much as I would hope some of that I can imagine having some of that like oh, uh, oh god at the end, you know what I mean? Um hopefully by that time I will have worked to let in other energies but if that's the energy you're letting in i feel like you're increasing the probability that that is how you'll feel in nice. the
1: moment yeah like that makes sense to me also i like back to not wanting to make plans like i think just in general like i don't i choose not to like think about the future that much even if it's a something as silly as getting dim sum on monday at noon on yeah. friday afternoon like I'm just right. like I don't know, <laughs> maybe I want dumplings. I don't know.
0: Like I don't. Yeah. So, do you know you know that old story about like so and so like runs into death in some city. I don't know. I gotta add some details. So we'll say it's like Philadelphia and New York. The <laughs> you know Frank runs into death, the figure of death in Philadelphia on Friday. And it's like, Oh my God. It's like, and no, it's like death is coming for me. Like I have to get out of Philadelphia. Hmm. And so then he, you know, takes the what Chinatown bus up to New York and, um, and it's like, okay, escaped. And then on Monday, death like knocks at the door of the place he's staying and is like, Hey, I've, I've come for you. It's, it's time. And he's like, what? I, I'm, I'm not, I saw you in Philadelphia and death was, is like, yeah, I'm. I was surprised too. Cause I knew I was supposed to meet you in New York on Monday. How does, how does it feel? How would you react in that situation? You see, you see death, you know, death's coming for you. Are you panicking and running or are you just, yeah. What's, what's your. Well, that just kind of like?
1: reminds me of that thing about like, if you're struggling with this or that, And you think in terms of like, oh, if only this or that happened, it would alleviate these issues. So I'm just going to do that as opposed to actually like unpacking and dealing with the, uh, the root causes of all these things. So it kind of feels like similar to that. Like if you, if you're having all these problems in Vancouver and you're just like, oh God, if only I was in New York, none of this would matter. And then you go to New York and it's just like the same, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it kind of feels just like in wherever like, you go, there, there you are, sort of. Like, yeah, which is just like, meh, but I think that's how it <laughs> works. Like you just have to deal with your shit. And so if your panic and fear about death knocking on your door is part of, you know, like that's a complicated shoe, and it's like something that um, like hundred percent of humans have to deal with. I'm sure because like hundred percent of us are going to die, so we're going to feel a certain way about it. Um. I do feel like I do get like anxious or unsettled when I feel like there's something that is kind of left undone like I that's an uncomfortability for me in general like I can I can move on and let things go when I feel like I've like seen something through to like some sort of conclusion that feels satisfying not even if that situation like includes like closure or something that's solid but just something where i just like kind of it's just a feeling like it's like i did that i can let it go or move on or whatever so i guess death would be more scary as scary to me if i felt like i really like left some elemental like rock unturned or something i might get a little like oh god why now i wanted to
0: but like an experience you didn't have
1: or just i don't know yeah that's like that part i'm not sure i don't know how to be specific about it
0: yeah 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 it sounds like you are very at risk of becoming some sort of ghost Mm. then Mm. with unfinished business
1: yeah well that's another thing about just to like cycle back to what do i think happens when you die or what my wish is for when you die like that is one question mark as far as like what actually does happen and if it is like a black and white thing, because I do kind of believe in ghosts or spirits and like all these sorts of things. And you do. Yeah. I think I would rather be ushered into like a more clear cut, like next thing rather than whatever Mm. that is. Okay. Okay. Personally.
0: Yeah. Like, why do you believe in those things?
1: I just can't believe that those things don't exist. Like, and also I just err towards always like picking the thing that seems the most fun Mm -hmm. to consider or think about rather than being like, that doesn't make sense. Like, I don't, I just, I'm, I'm fine with just being like, I don't know, but it just doesn't make sense that a ghost wouldn't exist
0: to me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That makes (laughs) sure. sure. I mean, (laughs) I, I, I certainly from the fun angle, definitely. Yeah. Love that. And understand.
1: It's just, It's like kind of aesthetic, but like I just don't I don't think I'm in a position to be like, no, that's not real or that can't be real. I'm like and if I don't know one way or the other, I'm gonna pick the fun thing. Like I wanna see the headless, like, floating thing in the tunnel beneath the dormitory (laughs) instead (laughs) of instead of just like a I don't know, a broom closet or whatever.
0: The podcast comes from Some of the questions and premises in my second one man show, okay, which was set in the afterlife. And one of the premises is that in the afterlife, you get to fully relive one memory. Hmm. So it's not that it's not that all the others are wiped out, you don't have to sacrifice anything, you just as if there were a door you could step through whenever you wanted, however many times you wanted. And be really in this one memory. Mm. So, if that were the case, what memory would you choose?
1: What was yours in the show?
0: Oh, okay. Um, mine was. Uh, do you know Schoolboy Q? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what is it? Floating. You know that song, Floating? No. Or I don't know. Okay. Maybe. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just like swag on max. Oh, nice. <laughs> bitch, I'm floating. You know, it's like the song feels like floating. And I was, I was in Cincinnati, where my parents live and where I went to high school, and and I was I was doing this Cincinnati Fringe Festival, doing my first one man show in the Fringe Festival, which is just a great for me doing like six shows in in eight days or something. It's just like that's the You know the cloud, Hmm. and I had this turkey sandwich on (laughs) really basic wheat bread. Yeah, um, and I had I had salt and peppered the turkey sandwich before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I made it. Cool. Okay. And my parents. I mean, my parents eat almost nothing these days. It's apples and Greek yogurt and turkey sandwiches and salad. But uh, so I made this turkey sandwich. Some cheese. I put some mayonnaise on it. I don't remember if I put mustard, I think maybe no mustard. And I was just, I was driving my mom's, what is it? Like, is, is it a, yeah, like Lexus SUV. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm just, I'm, I'm taking the highway. um, It's one of those like circular highways through Kentucky back up into Cincinnati. And I, uh, I was I was eating the sandwich and singing along to this song. And because my mouth was full of sandwich, the the song sounded absurd. And I thought just the image of me like cruising through suburban Cincinnati on the highway, just like swag on Mac, you know, it was like I was like, I'm having so much fun in this moment. Um and, and like how absurd would it be if like of all the life I've had this is what I was stuck in. So yeah, that was, that that was my moment.
1: That's everything. That's like, that's that like happy for no reason. That is the ultimate. I think, you know what I mean? I think that's, that's so sweet. Oh, well for me, like those feelings, especially when you're an adult, where all of a sudden you're just like in that, in that space, it's like, it's so special and rare that it's, kind of huge yeah and you can't do this or that in order to like make that happen again necessarily it's just like a thing that just happened it's like a little zap it's just like and then you're there and it's Mm -hmm. yeah it's the best for me it's not too dissimilar but it's like i think one of my earliest memories since being alive was like this nap that i had in the backyard of our old house in the summertime on like those like reclining lawn chairs, I was probably like three or four years old and like similar to like when you have a really good sleep when you're an adult, which feels so rare. Like when you wake up in the morning you just feel like, Oh my God, that was, I had such a good sleep last night and you feel like yeah. you can do anything. Like you can walk through walls. Uh, it was like that, but like the three or four year old me just like knew in the moment. Like I was like, this is just the best. Like I just felt so safe and peaceful and like the summer breeze I can remember. And like the weight of the blanket I can remember. And what kind of blanket was it? It was kind of like a quilted one that was kind of like cool, but also heavy. So Mm. it was like, even though it was like the sun, you know what I mean? And it was like, ginormous like i think it was like a picnic blanket that we used for years like it was quite large yeah cotton like not not wool or anything and uh it was just like such an indelible just like magnificent feeling and i remember feeling that like at such a young age and i think part of the reason that it was so special to me is is, like it was like pre all the kind of like filters and expectations that you like might put on a moment when you're older like Back to you, you could still cycle back to be like, you could still zoom out and see you eating the turkey sandwich and schoolie book. Yeah. Like, like this was just like a direct line to just like something Mm -hmm. in a way Mm -hmm. that like didn't last very long. Like, like I, I became like more aware of like nuances and layers and stuff quickly. So I think I really love this memory that is just like, it just feels like it's like maybe the, yeah, it's that zap that I felt first that I can still remember. So I guess like if I could relive that, and it's like a kind of solitary thing. It's not like I'm not—I wasn't sharing that moment with anybody. It's very like just me and whatever. That's like, always the
0: most interesting thing to me, because if you asked me the question, I would nor- I would. Well, even now probably would pick a moment with people, mm-hmm. and 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 whether people pick a solo or with people moment. Some people pick moments with strangers rather than oh, loved ones too, which is mm-hmm. like, yeah, I, I, and I think that's interesting, but I want to get some other, oh yeah, I feel, go ahead. Well, I kind of feel like in this moment, the fact
1: that I felt so like safe and the kind of just like I, the other, other people were definitely part of it, but just more in like a elemental, just like they're just vibrationally, like I, okay. like, I wasn't like, I wasn't like, bobbing. They were, the fact
0: I, that they were in the house or that you or were just at home wherever part of it. they might even been
1: like okay. on the like lawn chair three feet away. I don't oh, really remember. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Like, I just felt like safe and protected and like, yeah, I wasn't like bobbing adrift in the sea or
0: anything. Sure. Yeah. Let's, I want to get more texture though. Sure. Where in my mind, you're, wear, you're wearing like board, a board short swimsuit and, mm. and you're, and you're shirtless. So, I correct. I think Correct my, that memory for me.
1: I, I probably shirtless. But I was born in eighty two, so I don't. I don't even. Went, I don't. know. They were probably shorter shorts than board shorts. Definitely okay. above the knee. Were they swimsuit? Could have been. It could have been just like. A, yeah, I bet it could have been just like a weird little speedo y thing. But yeah, I think you're right. Like, I think I might have been like almost nude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: um, was and this is at your home.
1: This was my, uh, I lived in two houses growing up and we moved out when I was in kindergarten. So this was like, and this was like these like kind of modest prefab new developments that were like going up in like forests, like undeveloped parts of the suburbs. You know what I mean? So it was just Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. every house looked basically identical. Right. And like the backyard was just like had like a brand new fence and like brand new sod and grass. Like there was nothing like there was no character like yeah yeah it just yeah. Like, yeah this was probably like 1984 or something like that
0: 1985 yeah yeah okay yeah do you remember the weather must have been well i won't say must have what what was the weather
1: well that's the it was probably just like a it, it in my memory it's just like beautiful like pre-twilight summer Day.
0: Oh, so it's not midday. It's like towards the end of the day.
1: Eh. I don't. I honestly don't know. But like the vibe That's of okay. it was. That's okay. we're we're, we're in of, memory land now. Yeah, it's, the it's vibe of it was twilight. It was like there was like a definite like twilight like melancholy involved. Melancholy. Well, twilights are melancholy. Like
0: sure, right? sure, okay. Or they're yeah.
1: just like they're they're just like more emotionally rich than just like blasting 2 p.m.
0: Yes. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Totally. Yeah. Was so now you get the whole nap. I'm not I'm not asking you to sacrifice any of it. But what it what do you remember being the most pleasurable moment? Was it drifting into sleep? Did you somehow have awareness you were napping as you were napping? Was it waking up? Probably
1: waking up and also just feels like tactile or just like the breeze the weight of the blanket, the feel of the blanket, just the kind of just like, you no, know, just com- like completely uncomplicated.
0: Last big question is what's your coma? Hmm. And I might need to explain this. Please. Because... <laughs> um, Both of these one-man shows came after I was in a coma for a month and um, almost went off life support. People (laughs) eulogized me on Facebook. Um, I got to read the eulogies. When and then twenty
1: fourteen. Okay, yeah, end of end of
0: twenty fourteen. I mean, eight years ago. Some would argue it's time to get over it and kind of Mm. you know move move on with my oeuvre. All of that to say, this is really just a metaphor for a moment of transformation where before you're one version of yourself, after you're another. Um, It wasn't a clean break, but in terms of wanting people to know I'm a different person, you know, a lot of my friends moved away to New York. I'm in Chicago and they moved away to New York like around that time. Mm -hmm. And I want to be like, hey, we actually like – don't don't treat me like like the old guy there's a there's a new version it's a it's a better update you know um so and it doesn't have to be purely positive but what is a moment of transformation like that for you where you look back and you say before this i was one version of myself and after i was another
1: hmm like in terms of your own thing I, i did this last time with your last big question is like how it's not clear cut can you define how it's not like
0: oh yeah totally yeah. uh i i like got into uh, well okay, a couple things the big thing is if i had to be super reductive i got sober after mm. the coma you know but not right away right uh i was back to getting high all day every day for a little bit there mm. um i got into a really heated Facebook fight uh, in early sobriety. And one of the things that I'm very proud of now is being a less reactive person than I was before and to be as angry and red-faced and, you know, just laying into people mm-hmm. a- as I was, you know, um, a few months after all this is d- doesn't fit the narrative um, of, like, a person who wakes up and now every day is a gift you know right
1: did it feel like that when you woke up
0: no not right away it, i i got there a little bit i was like really fucking scared when mm. i woke up i was uh. like because i because other people had a month of processing Process, all this yeah. and that was when people were there for me the most so mm. after i'm just slowly draining People, which yeah. a lot of people showed up, you know, yeah. but it's like anything. Uh, y- You have a kid and by month three, people aren't bringing casseroles anymore, right. you know, or, yeah. or your parents die or whatever. Yeah. Um, And so, but I was still processing the fact that what happened happened, you know, so I was just like, what the fuck? Like, th- I didn't die this time, but I am going to eventually... Am I just like a puppet on strings like going through the motions for the rest of my life, you know? Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. You're good at asking the questions. And and I feel I feel comfortable and 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 safe and taken care of, but I'm genuinely curious about your answer to these questions, Nick. Okay.
1: Well, uh to me it feels pretty obvious in that Like for my particular life, like I feel like my coma probably was just, I'm actually really bad at dates and times or like knowing like durationally what I'm talking about, but like such a large part of my life, I was like hated myself so much because I was gay. The most like boring ass thing but, at the for most of my life, it felt like literally the worst thing that could happen to a person and the most disappointing thing that could happen to a person and it was something that I like could not level with. so like, I was in a coma, but I was also living my life and also doing all sorts of other things. but there was like always like this kind of like crazy tension between that feeling and like my reluctance to actually like participate in life in like a wholehearted way and like a fear that was just like, so embarrassingly like over the top. And I don't know what it is about me that took all of this so seriously that I felt like I needed to like live the way that I did for so long. But I was, yeah, it's certainly in a coma. I was like not allowing myself to be myself for so long.
0: Cause but you I, felt like you were you would be too stereotypically gay or flamboyant mm-hmm. or something,
1: and also because I'm so aesthetically driven. Like, and my examples of what gay people were, or my like, uh, were like, you know, like I for I felt like there was like Rosie O'Donnell and like me or something like like, like I just like <laughs> didn't know. <Yeah. laughs> totally, you know, it was just like in that way. It was just like yeah so befuddling and so I was just like so resistant to like leaning into that which I still haven't done necessarily because that's like not who I am necess- but I would say sure that's why I guess I asked the question about the before and after like and if the transition was a like a rocky one or not just like a clear-cut divide because I never felt like a clear-cut divide between this thing that was just like, Oh, God. And into something that's like, I'm happy. I'm carefree, I'm happy, I'm born this way. Like, I'm not... Like, there wasn't like a...
0: <laughs> oh, this needs to be like a very specific it gets better video yeah. or something. It
1: doesn't get better. Ba- like, I actually right, love... Right, right. Like, that whole thing is like a total sham too. Like, it just changes. Things just mm-hmm. change. It's like mm-hmm. better, worse, like... Uh, but God, I'm turning into a bit of a scramble. Like I do remember like being at work when I was maybe like 26 maybe and raking leaves at work. And then just like kind of how we were talking about those little like flashes of peace or just like just happy for no reason. I was raking leaves at work and it was in the fall, like maybe October. And I just remember just being like, this isn't such a big deal. And like mm. it went to my core in that moment. I was like, this isn't such a big deal. And like uh and also it wasn't even a secret. Like some people like kinda asked me like what was going on, and I like like it was like pulling teeth, but I would I was never someone that was gonna lie about anything. So I would like just mm. be like Ugh. but it never like coalesced into anything that felt like meaningful or like like a path worth following. So that little, like, moment when I was, like, raking leaves, I was like, okay. That was, that felt like, like, baby step one where I was like, this isn't the worst thing. You're not, you, it, anyway. But then it's, like, you, I don't know. But, so then, like, years and years trickle out and I just kind of do my thing. But, like, now all of that just seems, like, so crazy that I was, like, so concerned with this thing that just like who cares i don't know like it i feel very like relieved and happy that i am not still i mean there's this and that i'm like it's not a complete... i don't know i don't know i'm getting very scrambly right now maybe you no, might no need no, to have no, no. some more like yeah like, no ta- questions I'll t- to, like i'll take the reins me. here
0: <laughs> yeah sure i i uh i mean i the thing that i relate to that I that I relate the like such a big thing. Why was I so been out of shape over that? Is you know not at all to dismiss this is this is not on the level of dismiss it of of sexuality, but with big breakups where mm-hmm. you're like just fucking wrecked, like weeping mm-hmm. down the street, like bored with your own grief. Like you're like I feel how boring it is to be obsessed with this breakup still. Mm-hmm. um, And then looking back and being like, I mean, I'm, I'm fortunate to have been in a lengthy relationship at the moment mm-hmm. and to, to talk to friends who are dating and be like, just stop. Just that is a red flag. Once the red flags appear, you need to cut ties. Why is that so hard to do? You know what I mean? And then it's like, well, I I'm, I hope this thing continues to work out, because I would not like to find out what I would be doing in that scenario, because I'm sure I would not be able to take my own advice. But looking back at those things that wrecked me and being like, oh, God, that was embarrassing. You know, why was I so worked up about that? I understand that issues of identity are like absolutely bigger than that. But that's that's the... The kernel that feels similar. Yeah. I guess I'm wondering, <laughs> were did you, who were your Rosie O'Donnells? Did you have people, um, may, maybe not even famous people, but maybe, who gave you permission or reflected back to you slivers of yourself that you were like, oh, so-and-so feels like me a little bit.
1: Yeah, not really. Not until I was like a lot older. Like definitely, hmm. there was no like kind of like my aunt was a flight attendant and she talked about Norman a lot when I was a kid. So I was like, okay, Tetraox sounds like down with Norman, who's like probably in it and is yeah. Like, but you know what I mean. Like, I there was no wait positive, what oh what's Norman? Norman? Norman was like my like my. Flight attendant aunt's like gay coworker that she would talk about at family dinners all the time or whatever. So like, oh I, okay, I got like. A I'm reflection. used to Norman
0: being a dude's name.
1: Norman, yeah.
0: A... Oh, wait. but what? Oh, but my you... aunt
1: had a coworker,
0: male. Yeah, Norman. Yeah, but she wasn't gay. No, he was. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I but thought you do... Now yeah. I understand. yeah but I, was like, I thought oh, Norman yeah, she... was like a code name for her. No, um, no, 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 no. Now no, no. I understand. Yeah, I, no, no, get no. It, I get it. No, it was it.
1: like, okay. even just like, it was just like the only little whiff of anything <laughs> I got as a child was like, because I paid attention. Like, that's, I think, part of the reason why it all became so, like, overwrought for me so early is like, I always paid attention to what, like, adults were thinking and talking about when I was young. So, like, and I could intuit that, like, gay stuff was, like, a no no. Mm. More or less. You know what I mean? So like And I'd this is the era
0: a, of the earring, the left oh, yeah. is right, right is Big wrong time. thing. Oof. Big time. Yeah. yeah.
1: I still have nary a body mod. No earrings, no tattoos. Wow. No nothing. Yeah. Um uh but yeah, no, I didn't really I like and then I think in my mid twenties or late twenties when I was raking leaves, I was like deeply into Arthur Russell like at that time and I was Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Well, Arthur, (laughs) like that was, like that was a beacon." But I was like, at that point, like in my mid late twenties, like, you know, I I don't know. So,
0: but if you weren't fully out, or if you were still really, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. racked about it, Arthur Russell seems like exactly the kind of helpful figure.
1: Yeah, and so I think that was. That was significant in that way, I guess. But back to, like, the things you were saying about, like, relationship and all that sort of thing. I had all those feelings also stacked on top of this. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? But, right. like, it's the same.
0: It's It sounds like, to paint in a very broad stroke, you're more comfortable now. Yeah, thank God. So what <laughs> was there? Is that a just impossible chain that where it's impossible to isolate, like oh, this slam bang moment happened, or are there little mile markers where you're like, and then this outing or meeting this person or whatever, yeah, helped helped unlock some of those things.
1: Yeah, besides the raking leaves and the that that weird little flash moment, like that felt like the only real like thing that I could point to, and then everything else is just like trickled out the way like life moves and just stuff Mm -hmm. happens and yada yada but like yeah i but i that feels very in step with like how i just am i'm never like looking or wanting or hoping for like a this to happen so i can do that it just is all kind of culminated in like uh i don't know i'm yeah it's it's freaky i i'm i don't know if i'm like it's like it's a unique path to whatever has happened, but like, I'm happy about it. And I feel like it's like turned me into like whoever I am at this moment. And I'm like down. So it's, it's all good.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah. Other than less anxious about, about your sexuality, how would you describe how you are now versus how you were then maybe even aesthetically? Is it, is it, is it clothing? Is it, Hmm. Music is it? You know,
1: I think I'm just like maybe maybe because of like those Dark Ages or whatever. I'm just like psyched to share and and vibe. <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It really does feel that simple. Yeah. Like, cl- oh, actually, like I did in my Dark Ages, like ten, fifteen years ago, like clothing wise. I was like putting a lot of attention into like the clothes I wore and like wanting to present a certain way to like Mm -hmm. make it seem like, and it was like overcompensating to the gills and like, just like kind of dark. And so now it's been fun kind of doing, and then I kind of swung as I do like to the opposite where I was kind of just dressing like trash forever. And then (laughs) now I've been like in the last couple of years, I've been like really, I've been having fun like, getting into clothes and like i don't know even my mom she's like she she stopped by the other day when i was running out the door and she's just like nikki i have to say you look so nice like she's like oh, that was the thing i went over to uh it was christmas a year ago or like not this past christmas yeah. before yeah. my, both my parents were just like nikki you look so like i i don't know so but i'm not doing it for anybody i'm like it's just it's just it's just fun and nice so close that music I still am just, like, mainly listening to things that, like, went into my heart, like, in my childhood and, like, teenager years. And then sprinkled with, like, mainly Friends music and stuff. And yeah. Whatever else, yeah. like, come up on. But it's just, I'm not, like, a, uh, it's... I'm not like scrambling for that to be part of my identity or anything. I just feel like very relaxed and just like, so pleased about like, just like how, yeah, my, my musical creative life feels very, just like so chill and fun. And I don't know. (laughs)
0: know. Yeah. 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 No, I mean it, that comes through, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, How? What's the difference between dressing like trash and whatever garners you the compliments from the parents? Mm. What? What what is a trash outfit? I didn't register
1: them as that, but like, okay. And it it was probably just like old five hundred ones and some like crummy, like old faded, like gap sweatshirt like so not even trash it's like yeah 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 it's kind of like a look that i enjoy a lot which is kind of like dad doing chores on the weekend yeah 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 like uh, that's like cleaning up the garage or organizing the garage clothes sure just like some brooks running shoes and like yeah
0: but doing that constantly yeah feels feels less lively than whatever you've got going on now
1: sure yeah I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've also befriended some, like, people that make fine clothes, and they've got a line on those things, too. So, my closet has improved from those relationships.
0: <laughs> You've <laughs> yeah. queer-eyed yourself.
1: I queer myself big time. <laughs> oh, God. But even that, like, oh, my God. Those shows, and, like their, I, like, the person that just makes them wear these, like, cinched, like... Button downs and just like
0: no 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 no. The the French tuck that no. that he was getting them to I'm just like, I don't know anyone who tucks their no. shirt in like this. I don't know. Yeah. Tan. <laughs> Good old tan. Good old tan, France. <laughs> yeah. But okay. The other thing I was going to say was that this <laughs> this really makes sense of your hell your hell feels like a, uh, being in the closet I mean yeah. am I am I being over simple am I yeah. s- oversimplifying by that?
1: Well no not at all but I feel like like much like being in the closet doesn't want to be like I've never felt that to be like or being out or a gay person's mm, been mm. like a priority. I just like my preference is to just be a person. So, yes. like, to, to like, overemphasize this or that has always been, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. implicit to both of those scenarios is, you're absolutely right, where it's just, like, yeah, the fear of not being yourself, the fear of just, like, judgment, fear, and the shame, blah, 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 blah. All those things, yeah, are, to the core, like, the hell part for me. And it but is so very, interesting.
0: Yeah. No, go ahead. Well, they're just wrapped
1: up in these other things, but, like, yeah, the, the root of them like yeah is deep or just like yeah more open or yeah less confined to just sexuality i guess
0: yes 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 it and and it feels like i mean a closet is a metaphor right and a fucking metaphor the language changes the thought and the feeling and if, if closet doesn't, I mean, if I didn't have any metaphor and just was trying to make one from what you described, it feels more like being in a straight jacket or being underwater or holding your breath for a really long time is, yeah. is what you made it sound like.
1: Totally. And it was like also like, like I, my family is so chill and like they, love me or whatever but just like my perception of that the fact that if they knew this part of me that they wouldn't was the thing that was derailed or it just like affected so much of my behaviors you know what I mean yeah even though like when I actually like you know dealt with things and made you know what I mean like it, but just like yeah because I had such a uh, or and I do have like such like a nice relationship with my parents and my siblings and yada yada i just like that i just like because it was so chill i just and my uh assumption that i would be such like a disappointment or this like kind of yeah uh that if they knew this or that i I would just be like, like this totally unlovable thing yeah it was just like it it kept me very yeah it kept me trapped in being in, th- in thinking a certain way for a, a long time.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. And like and like you said just of your own yeah. making.
1: Yeah. Such a bummer. But whatever. Cuz like, I and then also all that time in my coma that we're speaking of, I was living and like I'm uh yeah. I was doing stuff sort of like I was like being in uh, you know like and also I always had like weird even though I felt so insecure about so many things I also felt like um certain enough in like uh the things that I wanted to offer like on a creative musical level that I just yeah. felt like free to like put out records or form bands and get in front of people and do this or that but um I was certainly like way more in my head about all those things than I am now. Now I'm just like uh Live in La Vida Loca, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, the, the, if, if only I could leave well enough alone, that would be the perfect way to end <laughs> sure. the show. But I think that um, <laughs> the thing that you're describing of actually kind of doing things in line with how you want while I mean, feeling bifurcated almost it's like, I relate it to like, you know, being sort of a judgmental person. I'll have thoughts of comparing myself to other people or for a long time, I just didn't make shit and I thought about shit and didn't make shit. Now, I still think about shit in to me unhealthy ways, but I also make shit. So when mm. so sometimes when I express these thoughts to people, they'll give me advice that I'm already doing. They'll be like, "Well, just like do something." And you're like, "Oh no, I'm I am doing the thing, but I'm also have these old thought patterns or whatever that I would like to release and let go of." And to me what you're describing and it I guess it's giving me a little bit of like permission to to feel less tense about this is that like something in you insisted on being made known insisted on like thank god you had the 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 something in you had the drive to come out through records through not come out come out but like yeah, yeah. to be expressed in, in records being on stage whatever um and then let the rest of you catch up
1: yeah yeah, that's. Be- I've never heard it put that that way before, but that's cool. That's like I think kind of what happened, because like, yeah. If if that other f- uh, track wasn't happening, I think I just would have turned into like dust, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, the, yeah. and just hearing you say it that way just has given me like so much more of an appreciation of all the like all that other stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. the whole time. Oh, God, it's so amazing. The whole time you were like laying the groundwork for yourself without even oh, it it that's like sweet and heartbreaking in a way you know that like one version of you was just like welcoming you it was always just like i'm i'm here for you and that you were able to you know Crawl into your own arms a little bit.
1: Yeah. And that's like part and parcel, I think, with like what I was saying before about having like a supportive, loving family. Like, I don't think I would have been able to be so bold in my creative pursuits mm. had they been more disparaging or less under, like being like, what are you doing that for? You should be, you know what I mean? Like, right. so there was some payoff there foundationally as far as like they, I think, yeah, my family or whatever, that energy, like definitely. Su- yeah. Yeah ushered in all those possibilities so at least I ran with it in one way for a time and now like luckily I can like harmonize the two
0: that is the show thank you for listening check out Nick's albums the the Aramush album the Philadelphia album with uh, Harris as well Shabbos and Kurgovich and Harris and the new the Ducks album get it i'm gonna be getting it and i think we're all gonna enjoy it together so check out his links in the show notes go to the patreon.com slash dave marr and join up support the show help me to keep it running at top efficiency effectiveness and funness and until next week remember you are a mist only human
1: And human beings, they do miracles.